welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Good morning. Good morning. Today, we're going to be talking about hormones. So as we announced at the beginning of the month, throughout the week, we're going to have kind of like three primary um, live, like live trainings and live streams. And on Wednesdays, we're going to be talking about hormones and or nutrition. And so today I wanted to share with you guys why sometimes balancing our hormones can be a little complex, right? A little kind of just confusing sometimes, um, specifically if, right, we are dealing with a variety of different imbalances at once. And as you know, right, the body is super, super interconnected. And when it comes to our endocrine system, our different hormones can influence each other. So today we're going to be diving into what is kind of known as the O-axis or the ovarian adrenal thyroid connection and sharing with you too, just some ways that our ovaries, our adrenals and our thyroid are going to be connected, right? And how certain imbalances in one area, if unaddressed for a period of time, can influence other areas um, and other hormones over time. And this is where, right, if we have an imbalance, like a hormone imbalance, and it is something for a period of time, we've been struggling with that imbalance for a period of time, then it can kind of throw off other hormones. So this is why oftentimes women will, they, they have something like imbalances with their sex hormones. They'll sometimes have imbalances with their adrenals and their cortisol. Um, And then they'll notice it also affects their metabolism. So you kind of um, have all of these different components that you're trying to address at one time. And so again, looking at all three areas, when you are trying to kind of get things back in balance is key and exactly why it's often, right? Most often, like 99.99% of the time, um, not going to be as simple as just taking like one supplement, right? And sometimes I have like, sometimes women will ask me and they'll be like, Hey, like I'm struggling to lose weight. I have these imbalances. What supplement would you recommend? It's like, well, it's a little bit more complex than that. And you're really wanting to figure out what the potential root cause is and also, right, what certain lifestyle factors or habits could be contributing to those imbalances in all three of those areas. Now, as frustrating it can be, as I mentioned, if we leave one imbalance unaddressed for a period of time, it can start influencing those other systems um, and those other areas and those other hormones. It also works the same, right? The opposite. I mean, like it works the same way, the opposite way. And so understanding that when we start improving our adrenal function, right, then also oftentimes our sex hormones will balance out and our thyroid function will improve too. And again, goes all around (laughs) to all the different areas. Now we know, right, our hormones play a huge, huge role, not just in our body composition and our ability to lose weight or our ability to lean out, but they're going to play a huge role in just our normal everyday functioning, right? It's going to affect your energy. It's going to affect your mood. It's going to affect your hunger, your cravings, like all of these different factors. So you can truly live your best life and be functioning and showing up at your your best, right? So really understanding 
when it comes to our hormones, we want things in harmony. And this is where, right, like hormone imbalance, it's like, it gets thrown around a lot, but it can be pretty complex. It's not a super like clear cut, like this is what it is. This is what you have to do. It is the connection of how all of these different, like how your endocrine system is communicating and functioning and how things are kind of like, again, influencing the body. And so when we are wanting to address something, right, or improve a certain area, um, when it comes to our hormones, we really need to look at kind of like the whole picture. And this is exactly why, again, like a holistic approach um, can be very, very important for a lot of people when it comes to if they're struggling with certain symptoms. It's not so simple as just, hey, do this, because this is where, right, we can influence maybe one hormone, but then it can cascade into other hormones, affect other things, and so, and vice versa. So our adrenals are ovaries um, for women. <laughs> Obviously, this is a conversation for you ladies. And our thyroid are very interconnected. So we really want to look at not just one area at a time, but like how those areas of our endocrine system are going to be communicating, um, because that is really, really going to influence, right, how where our hormones are at. And so also, again, how are we are feeling every single day? how our body is functioning and also right our ability to kind of reach our fitness goals or see those body composition changes as efficiently as possible and now when it comes to like for the ovarian adrenal thyroid access we got to look at it kind of like a three-legged stool right and so like if one thing is weak one thing is off it's going to throw everything else a bit off and so we really want to make sure all of those three areas are optimized. Um, they are supported and they are balanced. And when we can um, do that, that's where, again, we influence how our entire body functions. We make things a lot easier for ourselves to see the results we're looking for. And it's just going to positively like set up all of the rest of our hormones as well. And those are kind of like the three key areas, um, big areas to focus on. And again, really figuring out like where we need to kind of support. And sometimes you may need to support one area a little bit more. But again, if you're not paying attention to the other areas too, then it's like sometimes you can still feel off, right? And you can still feel like things aren't working or it's going to make getting that one area back in balance really, really challenging if also you have this other area that is needing some support. So for example, right, if our adrenals, so of course we know what our ovaries are, um, we know what our adrenals are. Adrenals are going to be kind of the endocrine gland that is going to primarily like support our cortisol levels, right, and produce cortisol. And then our thyroid is going to be what is really going to help um, with our metabolism, to put it in simple terms. So if we have burnt out adrenals, for example, right? If we're dealing with a lot of stress and we're dealing with what some people call adrenal fatigue, which is actually just like the HPA dysfunction. And we have those imbalances with our cortisol, our body's really stressed out, for example, this, right, can influence our menstrual cycles. We might not be ovulating properly. We may have irregular menstrual cycles um, and we may start noticing, for example, like low progesterone or estrogen dominance in that case. This can also, like our adrenals or overworked adrenals can also influence our thyroid, right? If our 
body is stressed out and we're stressed out, um, then it can really decrease um, the function of our thyroid, which influences our metabolism, right? So again, really making sure our adrenals are in check. Now, even when it comes to poor thyroid function, right? If our metabolism is downregulated or thyroid isn't working properly, that can also be a stressor on the body too. Because again, we're kind of like maybe pushing ourselves more, our body's a little bit more stressed out. Um, This kind of influences certain factors about how our body is functioning. And then lastly, right? If our ovarian hormones are out of balance, right? This can also negatively affect like undetected hypothyroidism and our thyroid and our metabolism too. So really paying attention to all three of these areas. Now, in terms of signs of dysfunction, as I always say, like our body is always giving us signals. Our body is giving us feedback. And so if we are noticing certain signs or symptoms, it gives us kind of an indication where possible imbalances could be, where it's needing that additional support and what specific adjustments and changes that we can make in order order to, again, start kind of balancing out the body and re-regulating things. So obviously fatigue right? If you're tired and you're dealing with fatigue all the time, even if you've gotten right, of course, if you're sleeping two hours a night, then obviously you're going to be tired. But if you've been sleeping like a good quality, um, getting a good quality sleep and sleeping enough, like eight hours, for example, throughout the night and you're still tired or you're having a really hard time getting through the day or a really hard time waking up, this can be an indicator, right? Of these imbalances specifically either with our thyroid or with our adrenals. If you're noticing a lot of mood swings, right? If you're noticing like erratic emotions or you have anxiety or even like depression, right? These are all factors that can also be influenced by your hormones. So really paying attention to also your adrenals, um, your sex hormones can really influence mood swings specifically depending where you are in your cycle. And then also, right, if you're exhausted all the time and your metabolism is downregulated, then you can also notice your mood downregulates too. Anxiety sometimes can be elevated cortisol too. So really kind of paying attention to your mood and keeping track of that too as well to kind of figure out, is it related to my cycle? Is it related to certain um, events, like stressful events? Um, or is it just something that I'm dealing with throughout the day and everything? And could it actually be hormonal? Weight gain. Too. As I said, these all these hormones can influence your body composition. So your metabolism downregulates, right? Um, then, like, or then you're going to be more likely to gain that weight or have a harder time to lose that weight or keep it down, right? You may notice that you don't even eat that much and your weight is going up and up, and you have to really keep yourself in a low calorie deficit. This can be related to our thyroid, estrogen, right? Imbalances with our sex hormones in our ovarian system, then that this is where too, right? It could be related to like our estrogen and this can affect our weight as well. So really paying attention to those things too. If you feel like things are off and something's just not making sense, like I said, you're moving your body on a regular basis, you are eating at a calorie deficit and you're still noticing that you're gaining weight or you're having a really, really hard time losing it, then you really do want to look at your hormones and kind of see if there is potential imbalances there. There that needed to be addressed first to, again, make the process <laughs> a lot easier um, versus just constantly hitting this wall and feeling like your body is constantly fighting you too. Cravings as well, really common for a lot of hormonal imbalances. So especially if you are noticing a lot of sugar cravings, right? Even if you're having carbohydrates in your diet, but you're having like, you're craving a lot of sugar, 
or even caffeine, these can be related to certain hormonal imbalances as well. So by addressing that, we can also reduce our caffeine consumption and our sugar because we're reducing our cravings as well. And then of course, too, hot flashes and night sweats. This can be super common, especially for women post-menopause, because again, you're dealing with a lot of those hormonal imbalances. So if we're experiencing these symptoms, right, and we know, okay, like our body need some support here, right? Of course you can do testing to really kind of pinpoint things. And this is where certain tests that you can request can be helpful for indicating where these potential imbalances are. So as you know, right, when it comes to the thyroid, I've talked about this before, we really do want to get a full thyroid panel done. Unfortunately, a lot of times when you go to the doctor, um, especially here in Canada <laughs> where it's free when it comes to the testing, they typically only do TSH. But you do really want to try to get a full thyroid panel done so you can really pinpoint where exactly the deficiencies or the imbalances are so that you can better support it. Because your TSH, your thyroid stimulating hormone, might be in range in terms of the conversion of those thyroid hormones, or even if you have Hashimoto's, right, this can obviously influence things and it might not necessarily show up out of that wide range for TSH. As you know, I'm a huge fan of the Dutch test too. This is what I like to use with my clients as well. And they have their own website. Obviously, our clients do get a free assessment and they get like a discount off the test. But that being said, can still take a look at it online. They have their own website. And this test is really great because it gives you a really clear picture of not just like kind of where your hormones are at, but also right how those hormones are being kind of metabolized or even detoxified um, and methylated as well. So just making sure that with um, certain hormones, just seeing those detox pathways and seeing how it actually kind of like goes through the body, if that makes sense, instead of just being like, hey, this is how much is in your blood at this moment in time, right? Even in terms of your sex hormones, right? We want to look at a variety of different things, not just our estrogens and our progesterone, but also FSH and LH2, because this can really kind of also give us more indication um, about kind of like our cycles, how things are kind of getting influenced through the body and how things are functioning. You can also do saliva tests for adrenals specifically. This is probably going to be the most effective specifically for adrenal function and cortisol. And so again, that's a different type of test. Um, It's not going to be blood work. Blood work, unfortunately, especially what's available to us with our free medical system here in Canada is very, very limited. Um, So again, doing a saliva test for your adrenals can tend to work really well. So, um, and just again, give you more insight. And of course, working with um, a professional for these things too, where they can really guide you through certain things and kind of help you pinpoint exactly like where your body might be needing that support. Because again, as I said, it can be a very interconnected (laughs) system. So there's a lot of different things that you're wanting to kind of keep in mind and look at and pay attention to if you're feeling like, again, your body is fighting you and you're really struggling to see those results or just feel your absolute best throughout the day. Now, when it comes to our hormones, so as I said, like 
it it can be complex. It can be very like interconnected. And we do want to look at all of the different areas in order to fully get things in balance as best as possible um, and really address things and really kind of dive into the root cause. But you can do several things to really start supporting your body that doesn't have to be super complex, right? So basic, basic things when it comes to our adrenals specifically. So as we talked about, our adrenals can really influence your sex hormones. It can influence your thyroid. Um, and it's a really good place to start for most people because typically, right, our adrenal health and even like stress hormones and cortisol tend to be oftentimes that, that root cause for a lot of people. So really diving into that first, um, if you feel like you may have any of these imbalances in your body, maybe needing some support. And again, it can be as simple as establishing a healthy sleeping routine, right? Being consistent with your bedtime and your wake up time. So again, really supporting that natural cortisol rhythm and helping kind of re-regulate your adrenals and support your adrenals. The other big thing is reduce caffeine intake um, as much as it can be hard, right? Especially if you're dealing with those caffeine cravings or you're feeling tired, it can be really easy to just rely on caffeine to help you get through the day. But right again, this can be super stimulating. It can really affect right our adrenal function and it can kind of keep you stuck in a sense. So really kind of paying attention to that. I'm not saying that you have to cut out all coffee, but just minimize it, right? Don't be having eight plus cups a day (laughs) or like three venti star like Starbucks drinks or anything like that. Pay attention to your caffeine intake try to have it earlier in the day if possible. Um, And again, just try to reduce that caffeine intake if you are somebody who is having quite a lot throughout the day every single day. Nutrition, also really important, obviously. Um, Our like having regular meals throughout the day can help keep blood sugar more stable, paying attention to the quality, um, right? Making sure that they're nutrient dense because all of these different systems, all of these different hormones and your body needs nutrients. So if we're eating a super nutrient deficient diet or we're just not eating enough, right? If we're under eating, it can definitely affect all of these different areas. So eating meals regularly, focusing on like just quality natural whole foods and and trying to kind of keep blood sugar more stable um, throughout the day can be a really, really great place to start and can make a massive difference. And again, just set you up for success for getting all of these other things back in balance. Um, another big thing, stress management. So as I talked about, right, we really want to make sure that we are managing our stress because if we're dealing with a lot of stress, it can affect everything. Um, so really stay, like, start paying attention to things. And something I always recommend is if you are feeling super stressed um, or you feel like stress could be a, be a huge contributing factor is do a stress inventory, right? Write out all of the certain stressors that you have um, or that you can think of at the moment, um, physical and mental, and really kind of take a look at stuff and be like, okay, like which of these can I start working on? Because again, if you have this massive list, then don't expect to do it all at once, but take it one by one and start trying to actually address them. Because oftentimes we just get caught up in our day. We run through our day and we just deal with all of these stressors, but we don't actually intentionally try to address them or reduce them or work on them. And so again, just kind of plugging away at your different stressors to try to help things out can over time um, really reduce things for you. And then last but not least is exercise. So 
we want to exercise on a regular basis, but we do want to pay attention to the intensity. So I don't really recommend going on like long (laughs) sprints or marathons um, or anything too, too crazy. And even in terms of resistance training, like there's none, unless you're doing like a competition prep, you don't really need to be working out more than five days a week right? Because you do want to kind of give your body those opportunities to recover and repair. So if we are kind of resistance training, again, just making sure that we're really giving our body those opportunities between workouts to really rest and recover, because that can also be a stressor on the body. So really paying attention to the types of exercises and the intensity of those exercises um, within your routine. So anyways, that is a little bit about our hormones. Again, just some things to think about when it comes specifically to our ovarian, adrenal, and thyroid access. And again, these are kind of the big three key areas for a lot of women that they could be struggling with. And it's very interconnected. So if we have one thing that is off in one area, it can influence the others. And also vice versa, where if we make improvements in one of those areas, it can also positively influence the other areas too. And so really paying attention to your signs and symptoms, how your body is feeling, seeing where might be kind of like the potential root cause and what really needs to be addressed, diving into that, really supporting your body, but also keeping in mind that it's like, we want to look at all three throughout the process, not just one. And it's often not as easy as just taking a supplement for one thing. It's usually a variety of different habits and lifestyle changes that can really make that long-term impact for ourselves. So anyways, hope you have an amazing Wednesday. Um, hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow. Bye guys. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps the podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.